crashed, burned, and reduced to dust. Then I rise from the ashes. Hi, I'm Carol, author, speaker, confidence image, and life coach. Battered with the lack of confidence, low self-esteem, and self-worth growing up, I now guide and journey with women to heal and to achieve a confident self-image, fulfilling career and business. In this show, you will be empowered in your mind, heart, and spirit to transform. Let's rise to life. Hello, good evening, everybody. How's everyone doing on a Thursday evening? Hi, hi, hi. This is Carol, Carol Gawker. I am the founder of Sea Transformation, author, change maker, a speaker, and as well as the shows, the, the host for tonight, Rise with Carol Gawker. If you are tuning in, you know, if you're watching us tonight, can put it on the comments below and say hi so that I can say hello back to you. You are watching live right now on Thursday evening at 10 o'clock. This is the first Thursday for, for a lot of uh, local moms uh, for the, st the start of the school holiday. So, you know, if you are feeling a little overwhelmed, push on, ladies. Tomorrow's one more day and then here comes the weekend. <laughs> Okay, today I am very, very pleased to have somebody that I admire, that I respect, to come on board this show. Um, she, as you can see from the introduction that I put up earlier, uh, is you know she is the founder of Scepter Cosmetic. But before being the founder of this cosmetic brand, you know she has been a private makeup coach. You know, so, and she is always happy to see confident women who love their unique beauty. She has over 10 years of experience as a makeup coach and 20 years in the beauty industry. Uh, and what I really admire her was because she is, she is a mother of four. So she's balancing life, raising four children in a foreign land, and then building this new modern makeup brand that I came to love. It is one year old. The brand of the cosmetic is Scepter Cosmetics. Okay, and I'm wearing their lipstick right now. It's Nisma, and I love this color. She is someone who is very inspiring. She would like to inspire other women to follow their passion, dare to dream, and champion inner beauty and strength. If you would join hands together with me to welcome this amazing woman whom I respected and love, Samina Manik. Hi, Samina. Hi. Hi, thank you for coming on board. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Um, this is the, I think it's the second live I've done and I'm kind of getting used to it now. <laughs> it's still as nervous or as nerve-wracking as ever, but... You're a pro, so I know I'm in good hands. Ah, thank you. Okay, well, really, I'm so glad that you said yes when I first asked you to come on because I know you have a very busy lifestyle. You're running a full household with four kids and 10 o'clock is usually bedtime for you and I'm so grateful that you stayed up just to help a fellow sister. Um, Samina, would you share with our audience today, you know, what's your story? Oh, well, Carol, I've, <laughs> it's... Uh... It's a pretty long story. Um, so do you mean like uh, my stories and how I got to where I am now today? Yeah. Um, and Okay. So I, I came about into the beauty industry all by accident. I actually was dreaming of becoming a fashion designer from the youngest age. Um, that was, that was always my dream. And I, you know, aspired to be like this, amazing fashion designer and have all my you know collections walking down the ramp and you know this is this was like me and my dream as a kid um but I fell into the makeup uh, and beauty world um by accident and that accident was actually um it, it, it led on from a deep deep feeling of insecurity um so as a child, um, we grew up in um, in a, uh, a society or cultural society where darker skin tones just generally aren't 
uh, considered as beautiful as the fair skin. And I know that it's quite similar in many other Eastern cultures as well. Um, so, but we were, we were, you know, brought up in UK. So, you know, uh, it wasn't really, I didn't feel it as much as a child, but it was when I came about, when it, when we hit puberty, when things start affecting us, uh, when we start becoming more aware of ourselves, our beauty and other people around us, that's when words and, and, um, people's perceptions start sort of like hitting in. So, um, I remember once uh, I had gone to I'd gone to see my cousins in Pakistan, and then their friends would be telling them, and they'd be confused. Said, "Oh, I thought your cousins are from London. I, I expected them to be much fairer than you than than they are. Why are they so dark? You know?" And like, and they'd say to me, "Like, oh, you live in England. You can afford like the best creams. Why wouldn't you wear fairness creams? Why don't you buy fairness creams?" And I just I, I was shocked, you know, I didn't understand, like, why, why, why is this this big obsession? But since then, I then became very conscious. Um, and then a lot of the times I noticed how the fairer girls seem to be more um, favoured in society. You know, a woman, when she was considered beautiful, which is fair and beautiful as well. And I just noticed that, you know, the, the darker skinned girls, medium skinned girls just didn't get that same attention. Um, so I, I I started feeling really, really conscious of myself. I actually didn't believe I was beautiful at all. Um, I, I actually made some weird friendships as well where, um, you know, when you, when you meet the wrong people because you are insecure yourself, you end up uh, befriending people who are also toxic in a way and you don't realise. Mm. Um, so, you know, I, I befriended people because I wanted to be like them, you see, but it wasn't actually good for my self-esteem. I actually pushed my self-esteem lower because I was constantly comparing myself. So it was really one fateful day. Um, I was a fashion student then at London College of Fashion. Um, it was one day when I was with my friend and she pretty much kind of like, uh, in, a, in a nutshell, uh, was saying how she's very popular with the boys because she's, you know, fair and pretty and everything. And maybe because, you know, you're darker skin, that's why you don't get it. You don't get it as much attention. Wow. Yeah. So that that really hurt me. And I was and this is I'm I'm now 18 years old. So, you know, it's a very, very sensitive age as well for a woman, for a girl. Um, and it was that day I was walking down Oxford Street. I walked into Selfridges, which is one of my favorite stores. They had all the uh, the brands there as well. And um, I walked past Benefit Cosmetics. And there was someone there on the counter who just saw me, probably saw I was looking sad and down, and said, you know what? Would you like a makeover? I think you need a makeover. I think you would, would like to just sit down, relax, and have a makeover. Am I correct? And I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I sat down on that chair, Carol, and I had my first makeover done on me. And when I looked at myself in the mirror, I just remember thinking, I'm not that bad looking, actually. You know, I'm okay. So that that feeling that the makeup gave me, the right makeup, just really boosted my confidence. It was something that I needed. And it was from almost from that day onwards where I kind of felt like, if I can feel this way, I know I can make other people feel, you know, I, I can help other people as well. And I was young, I was 18. Um, and it was actually a few days after that, that this Benefit Cosmetics offered me a job um, in another store of theirs in Dickens and Jones, just off Regent Street as well. And I started working with, uh, with Benefit Cosmetics and I had the global makeup artist, they trained me up. And uh, yeah, and I loved actually helping women. I started to do makeovers on them as well after training. And, you know, I used to, I used to enjoy just, you know, putting a smile on someone's face and making them feel confident and making someone else feel the same way I did. Um, mm. And it was then after that, you know, many years after that, then I, I got into actually coaching women one-to-one -one privately. And that's, mm. and that's just been the most biggest reward for me. Like, I just love taking a woman, showing her what she needs to buy, teaching her how to apply it, and just see that that 
woman boom like you know bloom and, and beam with confidence and knowing because she knows how to make herself look great again so i'd bring out her natural beauty that's what i'm trying to say is like look let me show you how beautiful you are let me bring it out let me show you and then you could do it by yourself all the time so that was that became my mission and passion in life and yeah that's that's pretty much my story in wow, terms of how I, how I came to the beauty industry yeah so was, how yeah. how uh, how how did you when, when did you start well, what was the reason that you started out up Samina Malik makeup and image design uh it was in Dallas um I, so I've been traveling around as an expat so um Dallas was my second destination um I had three kids by then um and it was one of these mummy baby meetings and um I was obviously a makeup artist by then as well um, and the moms would say, I mean, I really love the way you do your makeup. You do it, but you don't look overly done up. Um, so you kind of just look put together. And we love that. You know, we love we love this kind of natural look that you seem to have and the glow and, and all that. So they said, would you, you know, would you help us? And it just started from there. Um, and then I'd say, okay, yeah, sure, of course, I'll help you. So I'd invite them to my home and I said, bring your makeup. And when they brought their makeup, we had a group first of all. They brought their makeup, and I looked at their makeup kits. And I said, "No, <laughs> this is not going to work for you." <laughs> There's a reason why you're struggling because you're using all the wrong products. Um, so then, the whole it was basically based on the needs, you know. Um, so that's when I, I I derived the the whole makeup shopping and makeup lessons. Uh, um, model where I'd take mm -hmm. the makeup shopping with me, would buy everything together and then would come back and then I'd teach them how to use this new makeup kit properly to really get the most out of their products and to get the most out of their beauty, their natural beauty. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, that was that was how old is Sephora now? Yes, yeah, so that was about just over 10 years ago. Wow. So you know, I understand that you've been living for Singapore for a few years now, right? So, um, how how long how long have you been living in Singapore? I don't think I've asked you that um, before. Yeah. Not, no, I've been here for eight years. Yeah, eight years. And so, yeah. do you do you see a difference between you know the way Asians look at um, beauty versus? You know the Western side, the Europeans and the Americans, because obviously you spend you spend time in you know you've grown up in the U in, in the UK, and then you you mentioned you traveled and you lived in Germany, you lived in the US. So do you see that the concept of beauty uh, from from the Western culture versus the Asian culture is there is there a difference? Yes, I, I think there is a, there is a difference. Um, I definitely see the Western world. Um, so that I would. When I, when I talk about this, I will split it up into three regions. Um, I would say the Western, sort of like the America, European. Um, then I'll talk about the, the Asian, like so the, more of the uh, Singaporean um, based here and, and um, you know, then the customers from China, Korea, Japan. Um, and then the Indian subcontinents of Indian, Pakistan and the Arab. So there's like, these are the main of uh, women who've taken my courses, so I, I will sort of split it there, uh, yes. three way. So okay. when I look at the the general like American, Caucasian um, uh, clients that I have, they um, want to they they want to look natural, you know, but they 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 also want to be experimental as well. So they do like color. They you know they do like putting on a a, a, a nice bold lipstick as well. They do enjoy doing that. You know, doing that. They they would. They would love wearing like colored liner as well. They want to do the whole contouring, and they're really sort of into all the contouring and and um, and yeah, contouring, blush, and all, and the glow and everything. That's that's very much. Um, they they love makeup, you know. So it's it's for them. It's like they don't mind putting it on, and um, as long as they look um, presentable, you know. Um, so I, I find that with my age clients they tend to uh, tend to want to look uh 
more more natural than the Caucasian. So it's more emphasis on brows, on the the eyes in terms of liner, um, and skin. So they want to sort of just showcase, you know, healthy looking, glowing skin more. The lips very very more uh, subdued. So they don't tend to wear brighter lipsticks. They like to stick to the more nudes and probably the nude coral shades. Um, and they kind of like they like to play up their eyes, but again, not too much. So it's mm. not like they don't want they don't want a lot of color on the eyes, but they do want to enhance. Um, mm. Brows are important, and obviously the the glass skin, the glowy skin, is very very much um, something that they like to to focus on. Um, mm. Not so much contouring, but more like healthy looking blush, you know. Uh, so that's that. And the the Pakistani Indians and Arabs, uh, they love makeup. We love makeup, you know. So they will just do anything, you know. Uh, they will they will experiment. They want to do the contouring. They want to do the highlighting. They want to do like the, you know, the dramatic eyes and the eyeliner and you know, uh, the glow and the and the lipsticks and they want everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, what, what is what is the reason? Because I don't think I've ever, uh, well, I've heard it from you, but I I I think I would like the audience to know, you know, why? What was the reason that you came out with your own cosmetic brand? There's so many different brands to choose from. And, you know, some people might have thought that, hey, you know, the market is already saturated with cosmetic brand. So why, why do you yeah. want to, to go into this market? Okay, so yes, good question. Why, you know, I'm crazy, right, Carol? Like, why am I, why am I doing this? You know, there are amazing brands out there already. You know, there's a huge market of makeup, you know, huge competitive market as well why am i crazy to do this why and the simple reason is because i want to make something for my clients for the modern woman like me i want to make something for the busy modern woman of today and tomorrow who is looking for products that work that last she doesn't need a billion products. She needs just a few, right? But the right products. She doesn't want to be confused. You know, she just wants to get on with her day. She doesn't need to keep touching up her lipstick mm -hmm. every time she goes and drinks something. You know, it's it's embarrassing sometimes as well, especially if you're in the corporate world. I know a lot of women, like, you know, if they're drinking a cup of coffee in front of their, uh, you know, in, in meetings, it's, it doesn't look nice having, like, a big lipstick mark on your cup, right? Yeah. So... I wanted, I wanted, I saw that there was a few things missing in the market whenever I used to do the makeup shopping for the ladies. Um, you know, matte liquid lipsticks uh, was a very big popular trend and it still is trending. Um, and the reason why is that they last longer, you know. And then when I was searching for makeup uh, for lipsticks that would last longer, they would still come up. And some of them are really dry and really mm. flaky. Like they'll flake your lips. Um, and that was a, a problem. And I said, okay, um, first of all, I can't find all the colors that I need for my for my customers. You know, there's, uh, I want to find a better shade range. Uh, and secondly, I need a formula that's going to be one, long lasting, two, feel like nothing, uh, three, doesn't flake off, you know, and uh, four, can multitask as well. Mm. So, um, and then, well, then I created this formula where literally, you know, it doesn't come off. <laughs> yeah. And okay. you can multitask. Yeah. See, it doesn't come <laughs> off at all. Um, and you can, you know, you're able to multitask with the product too. The idea is that you can just carry a couple of shades, depending on the shades, you can carry that one product and you can actually use it as an eyeshadow, as a cream blush and as a lipstick as well. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, it's, and it doesn't actually stop there. My hero product is actually my invention. So the reason why I call it Scepter Cosmetics, it, it, it's that... That is my symbol of power and strength, and that is the symbol of power and strength that I actually um, uh, that I like to tell everyone about as well. That uh, this is what the brand stands for: is the inner beauty and inner strength that us women have, um, and that my invention 
the very, very special um, invention that I've created will actually help your makeup go on very quickly and flawlessly. Um, but that will be coming soon sometime this year. So the coronavirus has kind of like just put everything on hold, unfortunately, but um, I'm very excited about it. But that is, there are more products coming too, Carol. I've got the lip gloss coming as well. So mm -hmm. that's the second uh, shade range. And again, this one, by nature, obviously, it's not going to be long lasting, but it's actually a hybrid. So you understand the formula when you when you try it on. It's very lightweight and it it feels it doesn't feel sticky. I hate sticky lip glosses. Oh yeah, um, I hate sticky lip glosses yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. I actually on lipstick as well. So which is why you know I wanted to create something that I could just forget about uh, mm. with the matte and again with the gloss. I just don't want to feel glossy, sticky lips. So I created a formula that would be. That would look nice, but you're comfortable as well and moisturize your lips at the same time. So how, how do you balance <laughs> life, you know, being a, a mom of four and running a business? Oh, gosh, uh, it's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. I don't know if I'm actually balancing it well. Sometimes I, I, you know, sometimes I feel like, you know, there's things I'm overlooking and I feel so guilty afterwards. Um, but you know, when you're a solopreneur, um, you're the one running everything, you know, um, and it gets pretty intense. And sometimes you get, you go into this rabbit hole, um, uh, where you get onto social media and you can't leave because you've got, you know, you know, there's comments coming in, there's posts you've got to make, then you've got to check out other people as well and what they're doing. And, and, you know, it's, it becomes like, it becomes a curse sometimes as well, you know. Um, and then you forget and you're like, oh, my God, is that the time I've got to do this? Um, what are the kids doing now? <laughs> um, you know, then checking homework and making sure the grocery is done and making sure the food is being made. And then, um, yeah, there's, there's, there's just a lot going on all the time, you know. So uh, it means that, you know, uh, I've got to really try hard to create a, a routine. Um, so because I had the makeup coaching as well and the brand and the kids and the house and everything, um, before the coronavirus, I used to sort of make sure that I only worked Monday to Friday, 10 till 3, with my makeup coaching, for the private makeup coaching. Um, and then, and there weren't, it wouldn't be every day. It was always by appointment. So the days when I didn't have the coaching, uh, clients then I'd be focusing on the brand um, mm -hmm. and sort of like promoting it and, and creating lots of different things and obviously all the back end stuff as well um, and deliveries and stuff um, then then when the kids would come home then it'd be time to be with the kids you know homework what they're doing what we're doing entertainment stacks all that stuff then after that be okay right what's what's what are we having for dinner okay let's let's make dinner now you know, and then dinner time would happen and then we eat dinner and then the kids have to go to bed and then you put the kids in bed and then after that you end up opening up social media again and then you get into that rabbit hole and then you're like, oh my God, it's bedtime now. Yeah. So it, it gets intense, it gets quite busy, but um, you know when you're passionate about something, Carol, it doesn't feel like work. You do mm -hmm. get tired, but there's still that sort of excitement. There's still that joy. Um, so passion is the one thing. If you don't have passion in what you're doing, everything will become a chore, you know, mm. and that's not really, you know, that's going to always be a hindrance then. So you want to make sure that, you know, um, whatever you do in life, make sure you're passionate about it. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, the, the cosmetic brand has been about, it, it's slightly over a year now, because I remember I went to your launch party, or rather the pre-launch party that we had. And I was just, yeah, yeah, yeah and I was trying on the makeup. We had so much fun last year. And it just actually it seems like just a few months ago. And from, from then to now, I've seen how you have actually grown from strength to strength. And then you're coming up with new products. Uh, this this new thing that which I'm not allowed to say. No, I know, but I'm just waiting for you to announce it. And then the lip gloss is coming next. But I'm just wondering, you know, what what are the challenges that you have to overcome in order to be who you are today? You know, when you work by yourself, 
you're filled with self-doubt. It's one of the hardest things for you to get over is that 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 voice sometimes like do you want to still do this like mm-hmm. or or are you sure that this is going to be successful you know are people going to like it um you know are you are you making the right decision here and you know it's so there's a lot of these kind of things that 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 causes self doubt like oh my god you know what but sometimes when I look at myself, you know, sometimes you'll have these feelings like, oh, how, how are other people perceiving me? Do I, you know, am I annoying to other people? <laughs> so, um, you know, so all these things. And that's the hardest thing for you to actually um, block out sometimes, you know, these voices of self-doubt. Um, and then also as an expat, you know, being away from family and family support. My family is not really even on social media at all. You know, and even some of my closest friends, they're not on social media. Um, whereas I see other people, other brands or whatever, you know, what, or other businesses and their friends and their families all commenting. And I don't get that, which is really, like, unfortunate. Again, and that's something else that, you know, it, it is a real, it, it's a real feeling. You know, mm. it's a real thing. Uh, and you just think, oh, you know, if only... You know, they were a little bit more active on social media than, you know, I'd have more comments and it, it boosted my my confidence up as well a little bit more. Um, but then again, you know, I get I get the messages through WhatsApp and, and you know, calls and say, oh, we love what you're doing. I love this and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, so I get that. That's, then that's that confirmation. But then, you know, when you put something out on social media, when you put yourself out on social media and you're, you're sort of like sitting there feeling kind of vulnerable, almost um and yeah it gets hard it, it gets hard and uh, you just have to ignore it sometimes and just push forward and 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 have that self-belief that look you're on a path you're, you're proving not only to yourself you're proving to all these women out there who are watching you that women can do it put mm. your mind to it put some perseverance to it put some grit to it and show them through your own story, through your own personal story, that one can, you know, succeed. It could be small success, could be big success, but it doesn't matter. No one's measuring success. There is no such thing as you've got to attain this to be successful. Successful can be that you put up a something, a service or a product that people are loving and liking. That's successful as well, you know. Yeah. So, so, um. Yeah, just I think it's about uh, not being too hard on yourself, trying to not to be too hard on yourself, and and just remember why you're doing it. You're doing it because um, you love, you're, you're feeling passionate about it. You want to help people. You want to inspire other people as well. And then just try and all that negativity, just push that back, <laughs> push it down, and then focus yeah. on the positivity instead, and, and trying to make this world a better, better place women as well right we want to inspire our daughters to say hey look we can do it as well um Mm -hmm. we're small but we can compete with the giants too why not yeah yeah i'd like to just take a a little second you know to acknowledge the comments i've got this comment from a friend of mine carlos carlos says hey he salutes you being a mom you know being a mom of four and trying to manage and balance your life carlos uh (laughs) it's um it's a very dedicated and hardworking father he's actually working very hard to provide for his little girl. And then uh, we have another comment from Carlos. She said, because you follow your passion, so be persistent. Yes, Thank you, Carlos, absolutely. for your comment. Thank you for Thank that. You. Thank you. Absolutely. Then, spot on. Then. You've got to follow your passion. And this is this is the drive that you're going to have. You always, you know, if you have the passion, you'll have the drive. Yeah. And then he says, because he agrees with the success value and what you have shared, fantastic. It's great. And he absolutely love what you just said. Thank you, Carlos. You're one of my other supporters on this. Appreciate you. Aww. Yeah. Um. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so he has a boy, not a girl. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. A very hardworking father, and he's always learning. And you know, just because a lot of people, when it comes to entrepreneurship, you know, women have this voice in their head saying that maybe I can't because. I can't let go of my children. I, I, I don't think I have the time. You know, what would you say to someone you know, who has a dream but is afraid 
to, yeah. to afraid to realize that dream. What would you say to a woman like that? I would say um, if you have a dream, find a tribe. Find a couple of women who will help you, who will back you. You need to bounce off some, you know, doing alone can be a very scary, you know, environment. Just It's just you and your thoughts, right? You need to have a, you need to have a small circle of women who you can talk to, you know, who can give you advice and, and be honest, you know, like they can tell you, hey, I don't think that's good, you know, maybe that's not a good way to do it. How about doing it this way? Having a good tribe, a sisterhood uh, is very important, you know, knowing that there are women who are looking out for you is really important. And this is something that I really truly believe in as well. I think women, we can be each other's strength and support, which is why that scepter, scepter um, is such a big prevalent thing. That scepter is, is a symbol of strength, which is why my brand is called Scepter. Like we are, we women can be each other's strength. And I'm not sorry, and I'm not, for, for all the guys watching as well, I'm sure there's a lot of guys out there that probably would also support too. So sorry, I'm, you know, I don't mean to rule you guys out at all. Uh, it's just that I feel sometimes it's just, naturally women just tend to have to um be around other females you know other women just naturally you know be at school be at home uh sisters whatever you know obviously our husbands and and, and brothers and there's so many people who could also just be as as supportive and um and as instrumental to our growth as well but um find the time if you don't find the time, ask your friends to help you. If you need someone to, or your, or your, or your family, you know, um, if you need someone to take care of the children for a little while, you formulate things, while you try and figure out things, you know, do it. I had to, I had to hire a babysitter in order for me to start doing my, my work when I was in the US, and I, I didn't actually make any money because all the money went to the babysitter. <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, and I was far away from home. Home is UK for me. That's where my parents and everyone is. Um, so again, I was always alone, um, and I didn't really actually have close friends around me. So I had to hire a babysitter, um, and then I had my husband to support me at that time. Sometimes on weekends as well when he wasn't working. Um, so you know, I had you know, you've got to where there's a will, ladies, people, there is a way. Mm, yes. And uh, we are also part of uh, this group called uh, Scepterhood. And you're, you are, you're the founder of this. Would you like to share with us a little bit more about what Scepterhood is all about? Okay. So Scepterhood was created um, for women who are looking for support, a support network. So they're looking for good women who are just like themselves, kind-hearted, strong, supportive, um, and they want, they want to be around like-minded women. So this is why I created Septerhood. It's a certain type of mindset of women who will be joining this group. And when you are inside this group, you know every single member there, uh, they have your back. They'll be there to support you in any way you, you need it, you know, advice, uh, growth, spreading the word, um, you know, anything. That's that's the idea. Like, if you join Septerhood, ladies, you have a commitment. You have a responsibility. You don't just join and then do nothing. Sorry. You know, if you want help, you give help as well. It's, it's give and take. Um, so, yeah, so the idea is that we are, we are out there trying to create a better tomorrow. Um, so these are modern women. Uh, who are who are looking for a better tomorrow for themselves, for their daughters, and they want to do the work. They want to help, and they want. And Septerhood is one way to start it off. Mm, yeah, and I totally believe in in women supporting other women because I think you know right from the beginning of time, women are always being brought up to pit against each other. Right, we are brought up, you know, to to feel, um, you know, that we are inadequate. We have to we have to outshine each other in order to, you know, to survive. Yeah. Right, but times yeah. are different now. Times are different now, and it's also quite interesting how you know um, we are from different social circles, and then we just we, we met at at a social event, at a birthday party of all places, right? Yeah. So, and yeah. I I always believe that you know people who have the same mindset will always come together 
and women who have the same direction in life will always come together. And, and that, that's why I, I believe in, in, in what you mentioned, or rather I, I, I agree 100% what you mentioned about what sisterhood is all about. It's about this sisterhood of women supporting each other. And you, you know, we are, we are not takers, but we are also givers as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, there and is supporting sense of responsibility. That there is that sense of responsibility and accountability. Like if you, you know, it's it's what you put out there. I believe in karma. Big, mm. big believer in karma. You do good, you will get good. You know. Yeah, and you know how I'm just also curious because we are all having this lockdown circuit breaker situation. How has yeah. this situation? change the way you manage your business and your life? So, yes, this has been uh, the, the COVID situation has really kind of given me time to sort of sit down and reflect, okay? Mm. What am I doing? Why am I here? Why am I here on this earth? You know, why, why have I started this business? What do I want to do? And, you know, with the, with, with people falling sick and everything, how are we, what are we doing? You know, it's um, it's made us sort of like sit back and realize, first of all, number one, relationships are so important, you know. Mm. Um, being around loved ones, health is so important. Um, I find that during this coronavirus time that I feel like there's an increase in humanity in a way, like we're all kind of taking care of each other right? We're looking out for one another. We're making sure that we wear masks when we go out because we don't want to spread anything. Uh, we're all trying to do our bit. And I feel like for the first time in ages, the world seems a bit more united. The people mm -hmm. seem to be more united. There doesn't seem to be that division, um, it, it, you know, with race or countries or religions or anything like that. There just seems to be some kind of unity. We're all working together to fight this thing, right? For the sake of humanity. So with that in mind, this whole humanity and taking care of each other, uh, I started thinking really hard about what is it that I want as well. Everything is not about money and profits for me anyway. You know, I feel like we've been put on this earth. We have a responsibility in some way. And I have I feel like there is a responsibility for me to do good for someone else who's less fortunate. Um, and I've got to see where I am, like who am I and, and what can I leverage to sort of really help the other women out. So I'm in the beauty industry. I have a brand. Okay. What can I do with this? So I thought, okay, Septahood means helping women out. It's a group of women who are out there committed to do good as well. So I've dedicated, I've actually, my website is actually gonna go through a change. I've actually dedicated um, a, a space to actually help these women who will be sitting maybe in third world countries who wanna do something for themselves, who need a, a form of income, who are talented, yeah. you know, maybe they're artisans of some sort, and they just don't know how to get their products out there. They don't even know how to start anything off. I want to help them. So I want to give them a space on my platform. So there's going to be Scepter Cosmetics. There'll also be the Scepterhood side. And under there, there'll be that lifestyle brand where I'm actually going to be um, uh, having a few products from these women that we as Scepterhood would be hope, you know, helping and funding in some way. Um, so that is where I thought, okay, this is this is how I feel good about doing something, you know, and this is how I can help someone, um, you know, if 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 it helps this woman um, live better, you know, able to support her family, able to support her children, um, it's it's a form of charity. But rather than giving them the money, we're actually giving them the tools and the trades to actually sustain, mm. you know. Uh, a livelihood so um this is where my focus is now and this is what what this is what's happened because of the coronavirus situation and i just feel like um it was the best time because i really needed to sort of like sit and think um and uh yeah come 
this is the solution for me. And uh, we'll be creating something called the Scepterhood Fund as well. The idea is that we will be um, collectively putting pooling money in to support uh, a woman um, and her business endeavors and, and trying to raise her up as well and get her on her feet. Yeah. Okay, we have a comment who has found resonance with what you just said. So we are we are she realized that we are all the same. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. This is um Carol, if you remember when we when we did the Scepterhood uh event, this was the same comment. I said we are all the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you Thank so you. much for your comment. Yes. Yes, we are. We are. I mean it's like it's you know, it's it's more than just about making money because in the past business is about just money 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 but then you know there's no purpose there's no continuation right and then there's no like leaving behind a legacy because what i'm hearing from you is you know you are creating something for the women of tomorrow and this is always this is something that you always told me we are, we're doing something you know we're setting an example for our daughters yes. and our daughters daughters right yeah yeah, we're making a better world for them, right? We're yes. making a world where hopefully women will not be pulling each other down and and be stuck in this kind of competitive world. You know, we'll be creating this world where women are actually inspiring one another, helping one another, and and collaborating, healthy yeah. collaborations as well, um, rather than being selfish. You know, I just mm. I think there is that sort of need of of looking at the greater, bigger picture, you know, yeah. it's not all about you yes. sometimes. True. And, you know, the world and the market is big enough. You know, there's no need for any com competition. And I think we can bring more value to the people and the customers that we are serving if we collaborate. Okay. Oh, so, absolutely. So, Look, yeah. you know that, you know that both, both you and I, if we open up our makeup bag, we have Charlotte Tilbury in there. We'll have Septa Cosmetics, of course, in there as well. We may have some Estee Lauder. We may have some Mac, and we may have some, you know, uh, some other brand as well. You know, um, mm -hmm. we've got a mixture of brands, and the the average consumer is not brand loyal. Sorry, mm -hmm. you know, they, they all buy something from here, something from here, something from here, something from here. That the the woman just wants to have products that suit her. Mm -hmm. you know? Products that work as well. Uh, products that work exactly. <laughs> so you know, and I'm um, I'm not ignorant to that. You know, so I'm never going to say that. Oh, you've got to, or you know, you've got to buy everything sector. You know, I understand, but there's going to be some things that, uh, like Carol's will buy a foundation from some other brand. You may wear my lipsticks. You know, if I come out with a mascara, you probably wear my mascara. Mm -hmm. But then you may buy an eyebrow pencil from some other place. You may blush from somewhere else. So it's it you know it's just normal it's yeah. normal so hey why can't brands collaborate then and actually do like um something really interesting and and uh say hey okay this is a this is a set of lipstick and this is the eyeshadow from so and so and this is the highlighter from this other brand and you know everything's displayed on this one person but everyone's co-collaborating it'd be mm -hmm. interesting yeah so um ladies well tuning in you know if you're interested to find out a little bit more in fact a lot more I will, and i will urge you to find out a lot more about scepter cosmetics because i'm in love with the lipstick um i'm i'm, I'm not saying this because Samina is my friend she is and i respect it and i and i love her for that it's because the product is something that i really like because if you are if you are if you are a busy mom like us Okay, you just want something that is quick to put on and you can forget about it. For me, I just put on my lipsticks. So I want it to be able to last at least until to the, to the evening in a way. If I put on my makeup, usually about 10, 10 o'clock in the, in the morning, I want it to be there. I don't want it to, that I have to worry about touching up. I, I don't want to worry about running. And I need and something. Yeah. yeah, the smudges, yes. And, uh, I, and because I have oily skin, I'm born with oily skin. So I don't want things to start running and I just need something that works for me, something that doesn't dry my lips out because I, I, I like matte lipstick because they last longer and I think the color is a lot, lot more vibrant and I need something as well uh, that is multitasking. So if you are looking for something that's multitasking, I, I would like you to know that the lipstick, the Power Matte Liquid Lipstick from Scepter Cosmetic can be used as blusher and eyeshadow. 
So if you'd like to know more, you know, you can actually engage Samina to show you how it's being done. You know, and uh, hop on by to the website. This is the website you can see. This is the website that you can go and purchase this lipstick. And you know, I before we go, I would like to ask Samina a very a last last question. As you know, that the name of the show is Rice with Carol Gawker. What does the word rice, R I S E, mean to you? Oh God, Carol, you put me on the spot. Rise, okay, rise. Rise means lifting yourself up from a place of negativity and bringing yourself up to a place where you feel good about yourself. You are in a place where you feel good. You know that you're doing okay. You're better. You're in a place better than you were before. So you've risen yourself. Yeah. So that answers your question. Yes, it does. You know the reason why I didn't prepare this question beforehand for you is just I wanted to see how what what this means to to you because it means a different thing to me. You know, it means um, you. well, it means um, women, a risen woman who is somebody who is resilient, who is in touch with her intuition, a woman who is savvy and empowered so it brings you know it's it's, it's the, the four four letters that make up the word rise r-i-s-e wow, okay yeah okay yeah. intuitive savvy and empowered um yeah and yes and the thing is i guess you know this current covid situation also put a lot of women under a lot of pressure you know people who are you know maybe looking at the opportunities other than their, their job because some of the jobs might be you know, having having a little bit of um, issues at the moment, I've heard that you know people who are worried about their, their livelihood. So this could be the opportunity for for women to actually step up and say, "Huh, what are, what else can I do besides having my career? What can I actually can I actually pursue my passion? Like, can I actually pursue my dream? Like, can I use this opportunity to think about what legacy am I leaving behind for my children? And what you have shown us today." based on what you have shared. I'm so thankful what you have shared. Well, a lot of golden nuggets in terms of pursuing your dreams and pursuing your passion. You know, some, I, I've, I've heard a lot of women mentioning, that, okay, well, I have kids now, you know, so I don't have the time or it's too old. I'm too old to start a business or I'm, I'm too old to think about chasing after my dreams. So as long as what I've learned from you today, as long as you, you still have that passion, it's never too late. It's never too no, late. it's never too, it's never too late, and always having a side hustle, having something from um, that you do on the side, can actually become a form of therapy. Mm. You know, some kind of it, it's a form of self care when you when you are putting that time towards your own self and your own passion. It takes that mundane routine life, and you can actually focus on something that you enjoy, gives you passion fills you up with like some warm fuzzies inside as well. And, you know, if you're getting paid for that as well, hey, even better. Yeah, indeed. I couldn't yeah. agree with you more. And we have this little lovely message left by Huda. She loves it. Thank you, Huda, yeah. for your comment. Yes, because Huda is uh, also a mom and a mompreneur herself. You know, she, she bakes and then she's selling her, her, her bakes. You know, in, in, as, a, as a form of self-expression as well so yes uh, you know, yeah my daughter wants to be a baker she actually wants to have her own bakery one day so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank you so much Samina so do you have any parting words for the for the ladies you know for the moms who are sitting on the fence at the moment thinking what they should do next okay. with their life what would you say to them I would say if you have a dream, if you have an idea, don't just sit on it because you will you may regret it later on in years. You know, you don't want to turn back, look back over the years and think, why didn't I do it? Do it. Try it. See if it works. If it fails, okay, at least you tried, right? Maybe you'll learn from that failure and do something else. Maybe it'll inspire you as you do one thing. Maybe you might might have another brilliant idea and may sidetrack and do something else, you know. But the idea is that don't only just think, think, first of all, um, 
it's a form of again a form of therapy for yourself it's a form of like hey can i do this prove it to yourself first of all mm-hmm. secondly think about if you're a mom with children think about it as like your little security blanket we don't know what happens in the future okay yeah. we have no idea what's happening in the future if you have a little safety net safety blanket it it will benefit you and the children as well so there's there's that element too so there's two reasons why i would say try it there's no harm you know yeah. if it's getting in the way of 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 family i get it i understand you know but if it's not and if you can balance it and manage it go just try it go for it yes. you've got nothing to lose <laughs> yep indeed thank you so much for staying up late for me i love you darling and uh, thank you everybody you know for hanging out with us and hearing what we have to say and i'm sure that you learned so much from samina this evening i've learned a lot a lot from her tonight so if you have any um anything that you would like to to get connected with anything you would like to ask samina or anything you would like to be connected to samina you can go on to facebook and uh, you can log on to to uh to okay Scepter Cosmetics, you can find Scepter Cosmetics, you can actually get in touch with Samina. She actually runs a, a makeup and uh, an image design com- company as well. You know, she is helping women to, to empower women to look, look good and look beautiful. And there is also a, gr- a group, Scepterhood. Yeah. Samina mentioned earlier that, uh, that she is the founder of the group and part of the group as well. You know, it's a group of sisterhood where women come together and support each other. So... This is how you can. They can find the page, Carol. They can find yeah. the page, Septimus, and then there is that little link that, um, um, and they can enter the group through that. Um, also, if they ever want to just reach out to me through Instagram, um, I I hang out in Instagram quite a lot as well in my stories. You'll see me doing some silly things on there as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, most of the time, posing and lipstick too. Um, mm. But yes, yeah, Samina underscore Malik on Instagram. So they mm. can find me and message me. And there's a lot of tips as well on there as well. I share a lot of like little videos and makeup tutorials and just yeah. inspiration. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. Yeah. And also, last but not least, this is the website to purchase your scepter hood, or rather your scepter cosmetic, your scepter power matte liquid lipstick. Right. Thank yes. you so much for wonderful shades for you guys to discover um, and try them out. I actually have videos on my Instagram on how to actually use them and how to multitask with them as well. Um, like Carol said as well, they don't budge. They don't come off. You can safely drink um, and you, there's no transfer. There's no transfer. Just do that. Um, but yeah, just just try them out. Um, at the moment, Carol, I've got a ten percent discount because of the COVID situation. Yeah. So um, just put in the code COVID nineteen, just one word, and you'll get ten percent off at the on the website. Yay! Right, thank you so much. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much, Samina, and thank you everybody for tuning in on a Thursday evening and for hanging out with us and for your lovely comments and participation. I really appreciate you. Love you, Samina. Good night, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining me on Rise to Life. If you want to know more about my coaching programs and workshops, come visit me over at thefundergroup.com. That's www.thewandel.com. G-R-O-U-P.com. Be sure to subscribe to my email list on the website to download the free ebook on how to create 28 outfits with 9 basic pieces of clothing. Do follow and subscribe to Rise to Life. Remember, don't let the lie of inadequacy fool you. I look forward to sharing more with you in the next episode. Sending you my love and I'll speak to you soon.